One world, one world, one market, one market, one market. Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Hello, it is me, the actor who you like so much. I just wanted to say that I love your podcast, and it's better than all of the competitors, especially Planetary Union Podcast. Goodbye. Hello, all you aliens in the Planetary Union, and welcome to the official The Orville Podcast. I'm your podcast captain, Greggy, and uh, with me this week, we've got my my favorite first mates. We've got uh, first mate Miranda. Uh, security officer Miranda, welcome to the Hello, show. Alex Arbor Day. I will never stop saying Alex Arbor Day. Yes, definitely. We we've got to keep the spirit alive because I think 2019 is the year of Alex Arbor. Um, he's still got like you know eight months to go to release some new music. So I I think I I have faith in him. I believe in him. Yeah, he can do it. Mostly, he's just been <laughs> tweeting about like MMA fighting so far this year. <laughs> if he could just, you know, turn some of that, some of that aggression and some of that anger into uh, music, that'd be a dream come true for me. I I trust him. I'm not going to question Alex Arbor. Right. That's that's true. Good point. Uh, we've also got alien expert, science officer, first mate. Dr. Kevin O'Brien, welcome to the show, Kevin. Ahoy, happy Alex Arbor Day. And I'll say it if Miranda's going to say it. And like you said, 2019 is his year. This is the gestation period. He's kind of inside his egg right now, you know? Uh, Maybe around June, I expect him to hatch. (laughs) Yes. So so you're you're saying nothing in May, definitely. It's June. May is a no-go for Alex (laughs) Arbor. All right. Well, as we're going to find out later in the show, you are quite the psychic guy. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to trust you on this one. Yeah, I mean, May showers uh, bring May flowers. So we're going to be crying, but uh, the flowers will come in actually in June. So the May showers bring June flowers. Are the showers? Our tears. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. And then uh, rounding things out, we've got uh science fiction expert first mate a returning champion kelly apologist uh, kelly I'll, I'll say uh doctor or uh devil doctor's advocate devil. Devil's advocate. <laughs> uh gabe is here gabe welcome back hi uh alex arbor day um i'll say it too and uh i'll mean it I don't, i'm not sure i remember what it means i'm sorry <laughs> 
there's this guy called Alex Arbor who makes uh, a lot of music that um, we really love. love. I have an Alex Arbor theory, not to take away from Gabe's uh, appearance on this show, but I no, don't want to get Alex Arbor. Um, I think that Alex Arbor recently, somewhat recently, got a girlfriend, and I think that's why he hasn't been making music. Oh, okay. He posted a picture with her two days ago. Okay. And I don't remember seeing Yikes. her before, and I'm pretty up to date on Alex Arbor news. <laughs> well, I'm not saying I hope for him to have heartbreak, but if, if he does, maybe that'll lead to some of his, his best work. I am hoping for him to have heartbreak because, as Alex Arbor taught me, the, the broken are more evolved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to root for this, but I kind of hope she splits. <laughs> 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 okay me too <laughs> hey Gabe uh, do you think you could disconnect from the server for a second and then just reconnect real quick cause uh like our friend Isaac on the Orville you sound a little oh. robot-y to me oh no disconnect for like a couple minutes let us talk about some stuff without <laughs> you <laughs> like come back when we're done okay I'll have to log it off <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, I'm going to try this. One sec. Okay. I forgot he was a Kelly apologist. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the same? No, it's perfect That's better. now. Cool. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yes. I, I hope I didn't ruin the first part. No, I mean, we forgive oh, we you. To... You did, but we forgive you. Our, <laughs> listeners... Stuff again. Our listeners are so picky when it comes to sound quality. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Alex Arbor Day, everybody. <laughs> You gotta check out Alex Arbor though, for real. You gotta check out this guy's music. Okay, I will. Okay, good. That was easy. Love, I love music. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. I'm, I'm really excited. I've been following this season of uh, the Orville like so closely. It's been a crazy season. Um, uh, I, I won't give away anything past episode four because I understand that's where you guys are right now, but. Uh, but what do you think about Yafit? When I think about Yafit, what do you want me to just finish that sentence? Yeah, I think so many things. I mean, he's like he's funny, but like he also has like some heart, and also he gets it. He can really squeeze into any part of the ship that well, that the Normos can't. What's your favorite scene of his? Um, sorry, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I. I am sorry. I don't think you've been watching this show. I think you love Star Trek and you're full of shit. <laughs> yeah, this guy's this guy's like Yafit. Um, yeah, I know who that is because I watched the show. Yeah, he fits his stuff. Okay, you got that part right, but like uh, <laughs> the rest, no. <laughs> well, he dated he he dated the doctor, right? Did you oh, guys... come off it. Get with oh. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I, would, I wouldn't call that dating. What they did. Yeah, okay, they yeah, it. they were they they made it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. We can't we can't spend the whole episode accusing Gabe of being a fake fan. You can. Sure? You can. I don't care. <laughs> I I relish the opportunity to prove myself at any at every turn. Man, what do you think about Alara? Uh 
I'm. Does she seem stronger this this season or what? Clara, she's like. It's cool how she's still I'm on the bummed. show, right? <laughs> I'm so bummed. I I um, I really felt. I I'm. I feel uh really like her lot the her missing in this episode that we we are covering today. Mm, wow, respect for the saying that actually. Thank I you. I really liked Alara, and I I think that the show isn't and cannot be the same again without her it's like a big hole like an alara shaped hole Mm -hmm. like when the kool-aid man bursts through (laughs) the the room it's like kind of she burst out the room and left an alara sized hole in the side of the ship Mm. yeah it's dangerous though um in space to do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i mean she didn't really do it i just meant sort of like that's her impact on the show yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's so strong that she could do it. That too. Yeah, I do miss her. And I, I did actually have uh, a lot of pickles today in honor of her. And that's <laughs> true. Uh, and they're really good pickles. So, yeah, kind of not related, too much related. <laughs> I'm actually more of a fan than Kevin is because I vowed to never eat pickles again because Alara isn't here to help me open the pickle oh. jar. Wow. Can I say an Alara theory that I have? Yes, that, that, please. Um, Seth MacFarlane rules everything on the show and he dated his subordinate and then fired her when they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, I think, what happened. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I also thought, you know, like for people who, who don't know all that behind the scenes stuff, um, another theory could be that... Um, they could be trying to replicate something that Star Trek did in its second season, which is that they replaced their doctor for one season. Dr. Crusher was replaced with Dr. Pulaski, and then she came back for the third season. So maybe Alara will be back for the third season. Uh, what a clever move to get rid of her for this season just and bring her back. That's actually a really smart thing to do. I mean... I see what I get what you're saying. So I understand why they would copy that. It's a pretty smart thing to do. Yeah, I agree. For a second, I was going to say, I mean, we haven't gotten to this part yet, but I, I was going to say if Alara was there as head of security, like she would have been able to sniff out what was going on here. None of this would have happened. Mm-hmm. But then I remembered she oh, yeah. was on the ship with, <laughs> with uh, <laughs> Janelle for, you know, two episodes and didn't do anything. So I guess not actually. Yeah, well, she was you. Had, she was dealing with a lot with her loss of her strength and. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, her broken arm and being forced every morning to arm wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that they waited until this ep- that ep- well, I guess this last week, but they waited until that episode to show the arm wrestling because that, that would have been a fun scene to see, you know, <laughs> on an earlier episode. Yeah, they went with boxing as like the first show of her strength. Um, yes. but I think arm wrestling was, but maybe it just shows like, cause you know, it was a new ship and now they're finally getting to the point where they can arm wrestle. It's a very, you know, you have, you have a certain level of comfort, uh, comfortability with somebody. Yeah. It's you're holding, intimacy, you're, I think. you're yes, holding exactly. their hand, right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so this week we watched the Orville season two, episode four, uh, nothing left on earth ex- excepting fishes. Uh, and like, if you haven't watched the episode yet, first of all, stop listening. Well, 
I don't know. Do I want to say it for people to stop listening to the show? Listen to the show while you watch the episode. Listen to the podcast while you watch the uh, the Orville. Um, but when I was first uh, reading the name of this this episode, I was thinking, what the heck does that mean? Uh, but as it turns out, it was a line from The King and I. <clears throat> yeah, I got that right away. I said, that's The King and I. <laughs> Uh, you're you're really smart. Now, th- something I wrote down, a big note I wrote down, Tharl is on the night shift? Yes, okay. This was, uh, this was interesting because it feels like, I know people say we're not the official podcast, but it, it, we are, it's in the name, and mm-hmm. that's number one. And number two, you, they said Seth doesn't listen to the show. We have said before on the show multiple times what we say on the podcast eventually turns into canon in the Orville universe. We set things up, you know, we're kind of like their fish, their little well, you know, that they go to for resources. And Orville Knights was number one, like one of our first genius creations. And you, you can tell they're already heading there. Like, it's like a fun little Easter egg for like the true fans to recognize. Mm-hmm. It's just a little wink to Orville Knights, the spinoff. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I don't know how much I like uh, having to deal with Tharl now on Orville Knights, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, I could do without Tharl. <laughs> Who hasn't worked with a guy like this, though, right? Yeah, that's true. But, like, are they trying to get Orville Knights canceled? Because, like... I mean, yes, he's a relatable guy, but he's he's not. I mean, he's not relatable to me because I'm not. Guys, you know me. I'm not <laughs> like this guy at all, right? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, no does, does Orville Knights really need two Tims? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's always eating his green. What would you call it? It wasn't stew. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought it was a stew. He said it was wow. a stew. Well, he you said, like, this, is like, this is like our conversations with Tim over and over. <laughs> Wait, here, I, I've got I've to let this cat out of the bag for, I mean, right now. I've got a little clip uh, from when we talked about the season premiere of the Orville uh, on the official The Orville podcast. I've got a little clip from that. I'm going to play it for you guys. Here we go. Golden, Gordon Malloy wants to date the new lady that, that came She's like the dark matter cartographer or something like that. Yeah, something I didn't doesn't follow. seem too right about her. I don't like her. I don't like her one bit. <laughs> and it's not just because she's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> not completely. <laughs> it's not because I don't think she deserves to be in John Lamar's old chair or anything. Uh, so, Kevin... How does it feel to be so completely vindicated? Yeah, let me pick my mic up off the floor because I did a mic drop during at the end of that clip. Man, I knew it. I could still hear you remarkably well considering that the mic was on the floor. <laughs> well, when I picked it up, I picked it up with my mouth, so which I know doesn't sound like you would still be able to hear me well, but just Go with it. Okay. So I uh, picked my mic out of the floor with my mouth and um, after the mic drop, because yeah, I called it. I knew this lady was a bad apple uh, cartographer. What is that? Something to do with maps. Uh, they, they got a big computer. Isaac can do it. You know, uh, she, she didn't seem right for the, from the get go. 
and the the women's stuff uh daddy we don't have to play you didn't have to play all that you know (laughs) (laughs) and as i was watching this episode i remembered kevin saying that and uh i gotta say it really made me like smell a rat really quickly because for one thing this lady doesn't know anything about 20th century movies which is like the only thing everyone on the orville knows about Mm -hmm. so that was like that was like a huge red flag right there when i was watching that scene where they're watching the king and i um i was thinking like this could be the show just like seth explaining the movies and like all his favorite classic movies mouthing along the words (laughs) 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 listening to a musical while you watch seth mouth along yeah i would watch that it just proves how much restraint seth has that he didn't have uh, the Janelle character say, you know, stop him from mouthing the words and say, no, please sing it for me. I want to hear you sing. I love to hear you sing. <laughs> He's so humble. He would never, he would never even think of that. Even though that's what the viewers want. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I was wishing she would do that because I want to hear him sing, especially <laughs> since he so obviously knows every word. <laughs> I think maybe he was singing and then they just, you know, took out his voice and, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just silenced that part. I like the setup with uh at this. It was like a very neat setup. It was like popcorn popcorn in the middle, two glasses of wine on each side. It was like perfect symmetry for watching The King and I. I just thought it didn't feel comfortable, but it looked very cool. <laughs> Like the glass, sorry, but the glasses were too far away and the popcorn was too far away for, you know, if you're, you have to reach that far. It's just, I don't know. That's you know, me, she's probably on a diet because <laughs> women and mm-hmm. it really helps with your restraint if you put the popcorn really far away from you. Yes. They have really good chemistry right right away when they do their like kind of who's on first routine with the title of Taxi Driver. And she's yes. like, what's that movie we watched about the taxi driver? And he says it was Taxi Driver. <laughs> oh, that shit was funny. Right. <laughs> that's the classic kind of 20th century comedy, you know, the classic who's on first. That's, you know, why <laughs> don't reinvent the wheel, Hale. Oh, gosh, I got some, <laughs> some fumbly mouth. Is that a phrase? Fumbly mouth or reinvent the wheel? Uh... <laughs> Fumbly mouth, yeah, I know. I know. Reinvent the wheel is a phrase. I haven't heard fumbly mouth before, but it could be a like phrase. It. I like it. Yeah. So Seth, if you want to put fumbly mouth in the show, maybe, <laughs> maybe one of the, one of the characters has eats some sort of food. Is like they're on a planet, right? And there's like, oh, check out these apples. And then, like, just before like Bordas goes to these apple because Bordas can eat anything. Seth's like, don't eat those apples. They're uh, f- fumbles, f- fumble mouth apples. There you go. Then Bordis has to. Not as good when you say it like that. Recite a speech for a speech class or something like that. And he's got fumbly mouth. Uh, I just want to tell you guys that um, I my, I texted my mom to tell her that we were recording the show, and she sent me back um a gif of of from the Orville of Captain Orville saying cool. So she's some, she sounds like a tech whiz. Is she a tech mom? Well, she did it. 
I don't know if I'm gonna be able to share it with you. Yeah, it sounds like she went to computer school and you didn't. Yeah. I don't I don't know if my mom even knows what a GIF is. Yeah, I don't think my mom knows what a GIF is. She's probably seen a GIF. She don't know it's a GIF. My mom sends a lot of GIFs. Really enjoys sending GIFs. Seth and uh, Janelle make out on the couch. It's very hot. Uh, that was probably <laughs> the high point of the episode to me. Uh, but then she talks Seth into going on vacation. He hasn't been on vacation since he took command of the Orville. Uh, what's got to be like six or seven years ago, judging by uh, the age of Bordis's child. And that's too long to go without a vacation, if you ask me. Yeah. This is classic, classic Star Trek stuff, too. They were always trying to get Captain Picard to go on a vacation, and it would happen once every every season. So it's a real, real great callback. Okay, but I bet on Star Trek, when Captain Picard goes on vacation, everything goes as planned, and he gets to have a very relaxing time. Whereas on the Orville, when, he, when the Orville goes on vacation, things don't always go as planned. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Gabe. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> you want to watch uh, Captain freaking Hansel or whoever at the beach drinking uh, space juice. Well, too bad. Uh, in this one, there's actually a real drama. There's real uh, trouble, real politics. There's real situations. Uh, and it, it doesn't, it's not afraid to get his hands dirty. The, the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What way? Hmm, okay. Well, the show is like a garden. Okay. And the show is not afraid to get its hands dirty. So it's covered in dirt because it's a garden. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's the explanation? <laughs> I don't know. Are you like the gardener? Because you're really trying to dig uh, in deeper into this situation. And guess what? You're just hitting rocks. You, you, the garden is not that deep, my dear. Okay. Oh, Evan, I'm not afraid to get my hands a little rocky, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, this is a little too rocky for me, and it's troublesome. And uh, there's no nutrients in this soil, uh, uh, Miranda. Um, you guys. Okay. Stop fighting, please. Are we fighting? <laughs> uh, I'm crying. <laughs> uh, Captain Orville and Janelle, they go on this, uh, this the one of the shuttles uh, to go to this other planet. Captain Orville plays some freaking Billy Joel for her. Uh, she does not get it because I guess she just doesn't know anything. She just... This was really cool. I, I, I could just listen to uh, Captain Orville talk about his cool music taste for the whole show. <laughs> you know this guy's cool. He knows several Billy Joel songs. <laughs> She's like, thank God there's light speed. I've, I had to sit in this car and listen to his whole playlist. It's not a car. It's a spaceship. But still, she would be a... Uh, yeah. I think a spaceship is a car. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thank you. I really loved it because I just wanted to listen to more of that song. Uh, I, I don't know where else to hear that. I also, I, I guess I must be secretly a Krill because um, I also don't know that much about Billy Joel. Well, 
just know that that's pretty much his most popular song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the, that's the only one you need to know. <laughs> I'll just um, keep I'm rewatching gonna... the scene of the Orthel. Yeah. Anytime I want to hear that. It's good. You get that song and a, a look at Seth's face. It's uh, like a, a mashup you know... video. <laughs> um, I just want to shout out to two really good YouTube videos. One is the one where Billy Joel goes crazy and he's playing in Russia and then he likes. Oh my gosh. I love that video yes. so much. Big fan. And then the other one is called, I don't remember what it's called, but it's clearly just him super coked out. And he's just like running all over the stage and jumping on stuff and singing very badly. And that one's great too. I think uh, a little more underground maybe. Mm, I got to check that one out. Do you think it's just a pure genius that drives him crazy or is it something else? Yeah, he's just operating on another level. It's like top level, him and Seth, and the rest of us are uh-huh. so far below. <laughs> it's like how you can't see uh, radio waves or those frequencies, but they exist. You know, it's like he, they are actually seeing all these dim- dimensions and everything like that and operating within those. That's why they're successful. Um, they've been taking, obviously, Ganonderma. Uh, so <laughs> it, it would drive me crazy, too, if I knew it. With that, much, that amount of just creative energy and knowledge. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of when we're recording these podcasts a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like how how we all freaking go nuts on, on <laughs> such genius shit, you know? Yeah. Like I, I edit out some of the more manic parts. <laughs> yeah, like just in, for our listeners, these are six hour sessions that we have. <laughs> we're just the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> This is the stuff that's like slightly coherent. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, you... Greggy lets a lot more of my, uh, <laughs> my my ramblings make the final cut. <laughs> you would not want to hear how fumbly mouth we get. <laughs> uh, not to play uh, doctor's advocate or anything. It's <laughs> from the buttery popcorn. Yes. The words just slipping. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, out in the shuttle, uh, they they see some krill spaceships, but luckily they they fly right by. But then they come back and they start letting some stuff out onto the space there. And I was like, oh my god, no! Please don't tell me they're venting drive plasma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that stuff will kill you. <laughs> but unfortunately, my worst fears came true. It was dry plasma. Of course, it made it so um, the shuttle stopped being invisible, which I forgot the shuttles can do. That's but that was a thing they did on the uh, the Facebook planet, the Reddit planet. Mm-hmm. Well, you see the dry plasma coming, and you realize that as soon as you realize they are invisible in the dry plasma, they're venting the dry plasma. You just <laughs> your heart sinks, and you know this is like not good for our hero. Yeah. You really start putting two and two together at that point, I think. Yeah, it's, it, it, it comes together. It's like the equation is solved in that situation. It, I kind of was wondering why they had the Krill ships go past them the first time. I, I wondered if it was because the episode maybe wasn't long enough. <laughs> <laughs> this action-packed episode. Um <laughs> I th- I think it was honestly, uh, it was just like kind of like a flyby, just because 
Captain Orville so unpredictable and so cunningly smart that they were just <laughs> that he could have already sussed a plan, which I actually have a theory is that he knew all along. Oh, okay. And this was just to and like an attempt to uh, like a olive extend some sort of olive branch by having himself captured, give fake codes, et cetera, et cetera, eventually return her to her people. And thus, you know, like maybe one day there will be peace in the galaxy and in the universe. And it's thanks to Captain Orville. Yeah, I think if maybe the Krill um, were to hear some more, uh, watch some more classic movies or hear some more <laughs> great, like, uh, slow rock from the 70s, they would really turn around on on the Union. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lack of uh, golf dad culture <laughs> in the Creole community. And that's where you get your empathy from, actually. Golf dads. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was either they needed to add a little bit more time, a little more CG of these uh, Krill ships flying around. Uh, they, they either had to include that to make the episode long enough or put another joke in. And uh, there, we la- we were too laughed out on this episode. They could not fit any more jokes in. Yeah, isn't that sometimes I feel like Seth is just playing in his sandbox, you know, and like the execs and the, the which are or like the time constraints of the episode are like, come on, no, come inside. You got to have your dinner. And he's like, no, I just want to play out here, you know. And that's why you get the ships flying by one time and then coming back, adding a twenty thirty seconds. Sometimes I'll watch the Orville and I'll think, you know, this show could probably be only like a half hour show. And then I'll think <laughs> it could actually maybe only be a 15 minute show. <laughs> and then I'll think maybe it doesn't need to exist at all. Wait, what? What? I'm just kidding. What the fuck? I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm, Four hours I'm just roasting Orville it. Nights. Yes. If anything, it needs to be much longer. I'm just roasting the show because I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't believe you, but I. If you were talking like you know about watching the show at sixteen times speed or something like that, then maybe I can understand what you're saying. That's the only. That's the only possible way what you're saying makes any like sense for a human being <laughs> who's living, breathing air. Because you sound like a fucking crazy guy when you say that. You know, I I think we might have missed this part um, because they're on the ship already, but. Did you guys notice when there was a scene where uh, Captain Orville goes to Kelly and he tells her about how he's seeing Janelle and she's so cool about it. Like she's just like, I'm so, I'm so happy for you. Bad judgment because Janelle is evil. She's a krill. She's literally a krill. Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Seth. Uh, uh, Orville. How about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah. Get, forget it. Get caught. Uh, fuck the whole shit, fuck us all, because I'm dumb and I can't see shit in, right in front of my face. And the only guy who's ever really cared about me, uh, besides his new boyfriend, he seems like a nice guy. Um, <laughs> oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> okay, all right. Cassius? Um, yeah, Cassius. I don't remember my opinion on Cassius. <laughs> I think he's we not, like him. He's not good yeah. enough for, for Kelly. In my opinion. Uh, okay. no, I, Captain Orville, but he's still too good for Kelly. I think I think that's where I end up on it. Hard hard disagree. 
On what? I think Kelly's a catch. She's a catch. In what way? First of all, she's hella chill about if you once you break up and then you start dating somebody else. That was, was I thought really she's cool. A she's a oh. Okay, yeah, but, but like there was no and there Miranda, was no way to, hold for on. anyone to know she was a krill. Like bro well, talk, bro, like <laughs> bro talk though. That is pretty chill though. You know, she seems oh, like a cool yeah. chick. That's kind of a cool chick thing. But other than that, all right. And and while we're on bro talk, can I just say, uh, Seth, how long have you been dating this chick? And you gonna take her on your vacation? I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> Can we come on, bro? Where's Tim? Where's my bro Tim at? We would totally <laughs> Tim gets this shit, bro. It was weird to me that they had um Gordon Malloy ask him if if he'd if he'd fucked the krill lady yet, and Captain Orville refused to answer. Like why why would you include that but, in the show? Wait, what did he ask her if he loved her or he fucked her yet? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Well, because Gordon's my, uh, like, me and Tim's, what do you call it, like, our, like, our view, our viewpoint into the episode, he represents us. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the question I wanted to ask, like. Why didn't you answer it? Because I think he was, like, kind of ashamed that he hadn't sealed the deal yet. Well, I think, uh, yeah, I think that that kind of uh, leads to why he decides to go on this vacation with her. Like, he can't seal the deal. She says, why don't we go on this vacation? It's, you know, Captain Orville is kind of uh, doing the equation in his head, Tim style. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we haven't done this yet. Maybe if we go away on this sensual mm. vacation, I can make this happen. This episode was, it was a little bit hard to watch in watching Seth, kind of his horniness, uh, <laughs> overcome his judgment, you know, his better judgment. And I know Seth's never wrong, but sometimes I was watching this episode and thought, well, I mean, yeah, you did kind of mess up, Seth. But then, like, you know, she did play like a fool, but his horniness would not let that be true. And he, the rest of this episode was him saying, no, I was right to be horny. Like, (laughs) you can't tell me that I'm wrong for being horny for you. It was right. You were horny for me you know it just becomes like a one man's quest to justify his horniness and it's hard to watch it's hard to watch well i think uh seth includes some some character flaws in captain orville that he doesn't actually have himself but it's just sort of like uh to give the character room to grow uh like if obviously seth has much better judgment than captain orville uh, but he writes it so that he's, you know, a terrible judge of women. And, uh, you know, he he's very weird about this lady and stuff like that. Uh, so that, you know, in, in further episodes. Yes, exactly. And let Seth do some acting. Mm-hmm. And then also <laughs> Captain Orville eventually can uh, become can become Seth really fully. Okay. I, I, that is a very thoughtful answer. Um, but I just feel like, like, I, I mean, maybe he does have flaws. Is that something we're going to start admitting? I mean, if he's telling me that it's not a flaw, then I, I at the end of the episode, I feel like there were, it, he, he said like, 
like he even let her go. I think just in, in kind of like a, uh, you know, let her go and see if she'll come back to kind of, uh, yeah. you know, thing like it, he's keeping his cha- their chances open, you know, like, Oh, right. if I let you go, maybe one day you'll, you know, come back around to me. And, uh, I feel like the only reason that he would let her go is, like I said earlier, is if he knew, because uh, I refuse to admit he was wrong or does flaw, so that he must have known about her so that's, uh, that she was a krill the whole time and he wants to bring uh, universal peace. Yeah, I like that theory too. It's, uh, there's, you, we can go down two roads. Maybe this character, this, this godlike character is, <laughs> is, is showing that he has an Achilles heel, you know? Yeah. And maybe it's, you know, beautiful women. Uh, let's see. So back on the ship, what the Gordon Malloy thinks he's going to become a, a freaking commander or a captain or something. <laughs> mm. This guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now this is a good, we talked about this last episode, how, uh, you know, sometimes the B plots can get a little, the B stories can be a little stupid or boring maybe <laughs> maybe on on different other shows but the oracle yeah. never has a flat b story it's always good it's always bang <laughs> yes i mean i was on the edge of my seat i was on the edge of my seat no i was gonna say i feel like they kind of did a b story fake out at the beginning of this one because uh at the beginning um they have kelly in the office with bordis and bordis is complaining about uh about uh Tharl. and i thought mm. okay this is what this b story is going to be about everyone's annoyed about the stinky Tharl who won't wear his his uniform but then they kind of then uh uh you know gordon comes in and then you see what it's really about and then you're mm-hmm. you're like oh good 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 because i don't i'm not sure about Tharl. yeah less Tharl the better so definitely a good fake out that was kind of like almost like an april book. i don't know this episode probably is released in like uh, January, but yeah, this is a good April Fool's joke, I think, because they kind of knew we'd be watching around um, April, late April, mid-April. Within weeks of April Fool's, definitely. <laughs> they had a feeling, I'm guessing. Do you guys think Gordon Molloy could ever be a good captain? Oh. No. <laughs> Um, well, I like to, you guys say no so quick. I think he has it in him, but he's just not, he's not doing it for the right reasons. He, he'd um, be the kind of captain who wants to be your friend too much, I think. Yeah, it's true. You, and you he's, can't be a friend if you're a captain. You got to tell people what to do. But he does have one of the key qualities of being a captain, which is being horny. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's a really good point. Like he's exhibiting it. Like the A story is about how the captain's so horny, and then Gordon, that's his. That's what he looks up to. That's his uh, master. You know, for lack of a better word, that's his master. So <laughs> he's gonna follow in those footsteps. And also, he and Captain Orville are best friends. So what if he becomes a captain? Then what? Captain Orville is gonna drive the ship? I don't think so. Yeah. It doesn't what make they, sense. I like I think they're they I've heard something about like uh this guy in this movie is doing the I'm the captain now. 
And, uh-huh. if, and that is which guy terrible. is doing? Uh, the guy, Captain Phillips. Uh, <laughs> and if if Gordon were to say that to Orville with that same look, you know, and it just well, one, he's going to get an Emmy if he does it, but I hope he, I hope they don't write that for him because it's terrifying uh, to think of. This whole B plot was also on Star Trek, uh, uh, the next hey, generation. I don't care about Star Trek. <laughs> well, it may surprise you to learn. I mean, you okay? <laughs> that uh, the the writers of this episode uh, also wrote a lot of Star Trek: The Next Generation episodes. Yeah, um, that I, that totally makes sense. There's a there's definitely a ton of a ton of connections. Oh, so this is why all of a sudden. The captain is showing some flaws or something. Got yeah, these... like Seth is not writing it. His uh, family guy guy writers are not writing it. Uh, yes. Like so far in the in the season, episode one was written by uh, Seth. Episode two was written by the guy that wrote Ted Two, and episode three was written by one of the Family Guy writers. And then this one was written by Star Trek writers. I think that's why this was my favorite one so far. <laughs> Okay, Gabe, come on. Really? Was this your favorite one? Of season two, probably. Well, I mean, I I'm still stinging from Alara being gone, and I I don't think I think that really sours the the whole thing. And I could really like even during the credit sequence when her name's not there, you really feel like I don't know. I really feel her absence. Oh yeah, I cried. I'll say yeah. it. I cried. I mean. Yeah. I keep waiting for the post-credit scene when Alara's hand comes out of the ground or something, you know? Yeah, out of a fire. Yeah. <laughs> so, whatever. She's all fucking burned and shit. <laughs> I she's... have a I have a related question. Okay. Was John Lamar in this episode at all? He's in the Wait, background. What? Miranda, I think your mic's cutting out. Oh no. <clears throat> Here, I'm, right. I'm holding the computer really close to my face. Um, <laughs> okay. Was John Lamar in this episode at all? Oh, yes. God. Who? John Lamar. Oh, no, there's somebody in uh, in his seat, in his old seat. Yeah. Is he, just, is he off the show now, too? Oh, wow. Well, he's in engineering now. I think he was in the background in a few scenes. I... I seem to remember seeing him. Mm. He definitely came back in last episode to see Alara goodbye. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't ask about last episode. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry, Miranda. Sorry, Miranda. Miranda, he's he's your captain, so. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember seeing him at all. I know the answer about whether he's gone but i don't want to spoil it so okay oh god what like what are you like watching these episodes when they come out or something (laughs) yeah me and and my wife watch them together um we don't like them that much but we watch them every week i don't know why you don't like them you love them that's good yeah no we (laughs) we love watching them together i'll say that much we enjoy it well, I think the problem is you're watching them too soon. Like you have to take 
<laughs> a couple of weeks in between watching episodes to like assimilate the stories and like you know let them let them uh marinate in your brain or whatever if you're watching them bam 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 one after the other mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna like blow a gasket in your head or something Gabe, and i would hate for that to happen to you i would too i would too i would hate if you blew a gasket in your head Thanks for the warning. Thank you. I'm I'll a little take... curious. I'm a little curious to see what would happen if you it is an intre- It is interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. I haven't seen it, but I, I... I'll film myself when I when I watch it in case I do. And if I do, I'll send you guys the video. <laughs> okay. Wait. Thank you. I'm not trying to watch a uh, fucking death porn. You know. <laughs> Uh, back on the Krill ship, the Orville is getting back into its sweet spot. Violence against women. <laughs> <laughs> As they uh, torture uh, the Orville's new girlfriend, Janelle, uh, to make him give up the, the space codes that a captain knows. They, they, first of all, they, they say they're going to torture the Orville. And of course, that would never work. Uh, they never actually try at all. Mm-hmm. Um, they immediately go to the the lady and uh, hit her with the the cattle prod or whatever it is several times. Yeah, they give her some good wax. It's funny, <laughs> though. The one krill guy says they're hitting her with level six right now. Of of course, a krill could take up to level eight, <laughs> but a human would die at level seven or whatever. And so, of course, I'm thinking, okay, well they they will. Uh, then hit her with level eight, it'll look like she died, and Captain Orville will freak out. But uh, the guy says, get her with number nine! And then they stop. Like, uh, Captain Orville gives him the, the codes. Uh, so I, I don't know what that part was all about. Yeah, it's cool that they have, like, uh, a very simple number system for their like, <laughs> torture, <laughs> torture yeah. devices. Well, plus now, if Captain Orville ever finds one of those, he knows... He's got to mm-hmm. send it to like number nine or ten. <laughs> yeah, nine or nine. <laughs> yeah. He was hor- He was so horny. They saw how horny he was, and they, <laughs> you know we can't. You can't torture the horniness out of a man, but you can't threaten the thing that makes him horny and uh, and get those codes. So it was a smart move by the krill. I gotta, you know, <laughs> credit where credit's due. You gotta give it up to the krill on that one. It then immediately goes back to the ship where uh, Gordon is trying to get his physical done. Uh, the cap, the Doctor Finn shows him some uh, like Rorschach tests, but they're they're three D hologram ones because of course this is space and the future and everything. Um, but Gordon Moy is such a nuts so crazy guy. He sees nasty, disgusting things in every blot and i i didn't i didn't get it like i didn't see anything in any of those yeah it's just the mind of a man a horny man (laughs) (laughs) yeah as a married man of course i've i'm never horny anymore so (laughs) i didn't see anything weird in any of those i as a straight woman i loved just getting a peek into the mind of a of a horny man <laughs> like it's something that's such a mystery to me <laughs> always wondering what are those guys thinking <laughs> the horny man is a case not a very few have cracked you know what do they want <laughs> 
going on in there? What's going on in that little head of yours, buddy? So yeah, so he saw the things and he was but it was um it wasn't just like uh oh it wasn't like oh like that's like a it wasn't a mature response. It, uh, so it seemed like it was they were showing him something super graphic, you know? It wasn't just like yeah. a boob or something. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like it was scary to him by the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, he was terrified. <laughs> in fairness. <laughs> Yeah, he he fails that test to become a captain. Uh, great job, Gordon. Uh, back on the ship. Oh my God, we finally find out Janelle was Talia, the Krill that Captain Orville like kind of saved way back when. I mean, he didn't murder her along with all the rest of the Krill in the ship. He murdered all the rest of them. Yeah, like he saved the class of kids and Talia, yeah. and like killed okay. everyone else on the on the ship. Yeah, when, when, sorry, go ahead. I was saying Jesus, that's all. <laughs> when she says there, uh, there is no Janelle, I was like, for like a second, I was like, oh shit, did he imagine? <laughs> did he imagine? <laughs> <laughs> that's why, Ke- that's why, Ke- that's why Kelly was like, sure. <laughs> and Gordon's like, did you have sex with her? He's like, why isn't he answering? <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. It was like a fight club where he is Janelle or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it like cuts have... cuts back and it's just one glass of wine in the popcorn. <laughs> so when, so when, when Kelly was like, yeah, go for it. I think it's great that you're dating Janelle and we all know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows you've been dating Janelle. Uh, you fucking have your arm extended like it's around an imaginary person. <laughs> she was so cool about it, though, I thought. <laughs> yeah, she's not going to be like, uh, what is it, like ableist or something like that, you know? That would make more sense for why uh, Gordon had such a crush on Janelle in the other episodes, too. Like, <laughs> he would finally get a chance to hook because... up with Orville. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I understand how um, a person, a human, can pretend to be a krill because they do it for, like, in the makeup for the show every week. But how does a krill become a human without like just taking off all of their scales and bones and flesh and stuff? Well, you see, <laughs> I feel like this is a question directed at me. Um, True. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't have to worry about this. <laughs> so, can you just repeat the question real quick? <laughs> so. Um, before on the show, they've had people pretend to be krills, but Mm -hmm. you know, you have to add on to a person to become a krill, but for a krill to become a person, you have to subtract, you have to take off scales and bone and flesh and uh, it's technology. Okay. (laughs) Uh, we're in the future now and they have technology. I don't know. Uh, there is like one throwaway line where she's like, uh, or, or he's like, how did you, how did you do this? How did you get past 
Union security. I guess he forgot about the time where he sneaked onto uh, the the Krill ship um, with a disguise. But she says, uh, I had to undergo complete molecular reconstruction. It was the only way to get past uh, your Union scanners. Uh, So I think she just got, like, changed into a human, for real, while she was Janelle. Mm. Okay. It's like a wife swap kind of thing. (laughs) 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 They had the ABC wife swap technology. (laughs) But the Orville doesn't hardly get any chance to be uh, surprised and pissed off that he's been, you know, tricked by a woman again. Uh, Other aliens come and they're attacking the Krill. They're taking over the ship. Uh... Somehow, Captain Orville gets the gun from the the krill that are there, and uh, now he's in charge, and he wants to escape the ship with Talea. Uh, they go and find it, an escape pod. These other aliens looked like uh, Mac and Mac and me aliens. <laughs> yeah, but like mean ones with big teeth. Yeah, I don't even remember them. I think I'm. <laughs> I think I might have. I think I walked into like. Fold some laundry, and then I realize, like, oh shit, you're watching the Orville. Like, you're you have to, you're doing this for a reason. Like, I thought it was just like in the background. I was probably playing solitaire. I had to <laughs> rewind so many times because I was like, wait, what's what's happening now? Did like, I just like, out for the last like eight minutes? Like, you watch so much, and no events happen that you think you must have missed an event because there's no way that this amount of time has passed, and all he's done is like put a beacon on a hill. They do find an escape pod, uh, they get to that pl- sh- planet. Uh, but back on the ship, Gordon is being a terrible captain, he's trying to negotiate with the krill. Um, he, he does some crazy, kooky things. Uh, they're, they're, none of the things he says are, are really funny necessarily. Like, uh, I think they're supposed to be, but it's these Star Trek guys. You got to get a real comedy writer in the room to write these episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, like, uh, comedy guys can write, I've always said this, comedy guys can write sci-fi drama, sci-fi drama guys can't write comedy. <laughs> yes, like, sure, it's kind of interesting and novel how... Like most, like I would say, ninety percent of the episode makes sense, like logically, like things follow each other in a logical pattern. That's kind of cool for the Orville, but <laughs> it fucking sucks that there's not like, you know, boners and dogs licking their balls and stuff everywhere. Uh, I would prefer to see that, really, if I'm tuning into the Orville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder what the like fan demographics if they've changed at all if people are soured on the show because they're not getting the like huge laughs uh, as the show that like, gets more serious and maybe Seth's just trying to mature the nation make you know have this grow with oh, the wow. show yeah oh, I never thought of that I, I'm I don't know I think I I think the the who's on first uh, from early in the show really carried me through to at least halfway. <laughs> and then, and then I think probably something else kind of funny, like, I, I don't know if they were going for comedy in the Rorschach test scene, but um, it was kind of funny. It was kind of just like, he's, yeah, I think uh, that was... it's crazy how horny he is. Yeah. It, it mm. was definitely like one, 
Do we wait? Do we, we, we already talk about when he's talking about milk in the simulator? No. Oh, no, that was uh, th- that was in this scene where he's uh, arguing with the krill simulation. We're talking about that now. <laughs> yeah, like that's one of his arguments okay. for why they shouldn't like kill his ship or whatever. That's, uh, because... that's jokes, right? Yeah, it's kind of jokes. He's really bad at it. That's that's a that's kind of the ultimate joke. Is anybody who's like really bad at a job? He missed why he started talking about milk, and then it just went on for a really long time, and I never understood it. I think he was trying to say milf. <laughs> <laughs> that fits his character much better. So that makes sense. <sighs> Yeah, I think there was probably, like, when these two Star Trek guys brought this uh, script in, there was, like, uh, at least one guy constantly trying to change that K to an F in the script over and over, and uh, the Star Trek guys probably just kept stopping and saying, no, it's milk. We're, we're, we like milk in Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, those Star Trek guys, they love that fucking green milk. That's their thing, favorite thing. Yeah. I thought there was a moment for like a genuine surprise when uh, the Krill fire the missiles and the the ship shakes. Because for a second I was like, oh, maybe maybe he thinks he's in a. I don't know. Maybe he's accidentally talking to real Krill or something. I thought that could have been a a good moment there. But stick to the story, I guess. It's cool. It would have been. It would have been too. You know, out there. Scott Grimes did do a great job in that scene, though. I mean, he wasn't given a lot to work with, but he was kind of funny in there, I'd, I'd say. He's the goat. He's the goat. Yeah, it's just like the sense of timing, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This guy, though, you know, you just... Um, it. I think the real humor here is just how much this guy is not Captain Material. You know, he's like... Yeah. He's too much... He's too much of the guy you want to go get a beer with after work and just like you don't you don't respect him fully the way you would like an orville it breaks your heart though because everybody sees it you know they like this he's uh he's a joke you know like this is yeah. <laughs> you know i get it you want to better yourself for your career but you're just the driver stay stay in your lane like you're a driver i mean not everyone is meant to be in charge mm-hmm Right. Yeah. Basically, you're born with it. Born with that leadership quality, and there's really only one person who has it, uh, like Seth. So, I mean, maybe he could be a good captain, but then when you're put next to, you know, Seth, you're automatically going to take a lower status role. Exactly. Of course, this whole thing where there's a simulation to become a captain—that's a big test. That's a, that's original the Orville, right? That was never a, a Star Trek thing or anything, right? Not not at all. Uh, that's a huge <laughs> Star Trek thing. Of course, the famous Kobayashi Maru test that Captain Kirk does in the original series. They uh, basically like this whole. Why like, are we talking do- about this other show? <laughs> he, he asked me. I'm I'm just answering the question. <laughs> well, I assumed you would say no. This was original to the Orville. I didn't think this was actually it's, something it's from not. Star Trek. There's like I can think of like at least two or three like other ver- times they've done this exact kind of thing on Star Trek. Wow, sounds like they they ran out, sounds like they ran out of ideas, huh? 
Yeah, they well, that's true. They did run out of ideas a lot. Yikes. <laughs> that's a yikes for me. Hey, this show, The Orgle, has not repeated anything, okay? Every new episode is new and it's fresh. It hasn't copied from anybody. I don't know what the fucking Star Trek shit is that you... Uh, I, I Greggy said he's seen some, whatever. I mean, but like, uh, what is it from the eighties or something? What what is Star Trek? What year is it? Uh, the original series was in the sixties. The next generation was late eighties to the mid nineties. Then there have been a couple other spinoffs. Mm. Right now, we've got Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access. You know what? Also comes from the sixties. Uh, it's the Billy Jim, Joel, the, the Jim Crow era. Uh, you know. <laughs> Is that, is that you know right? What, you, know, you know what happened in the 2010s, in the 2010s and onwards? There was a black a, president. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Star Trek Deep Space Nine had uh, the first black captain, Captain Sisko. Um, Yikes. Uh, ever heard of Jackie Robinson, the captain of the LA, LA Dodgers? <laughs> Jeez. Ever, ever heard of uh, Admiral Tucker? Ever heard of it? Admiral Tucker. <laughs> He's a freaking admiral, not just a captain. You're right. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you know Birdman. You know Birdman? The movie Birdman? No, no, no. The, the rapper? The guy. Oh. Yeah. No, he runs cash money, and cash money, cash is, money is the army, better yet, the navy. Did <laughs> Birdman have the same birthday? Is that cool? Wow, that is cool as that hell. That is actually cool. And if you think about it on a celestial level, the stars were in the same places uh, I've on those often days. thought Miranda has kind of a Birdman quality. <laughs> <laughs> the hand rubs she does when she's ready to make a, a good point. <laughs> <laughs> the way she acts when she's around Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> That's the giveaway for me. That's when you, when, when she's around Lil Wayne, she gets she does her thing. That's when you're like, okay. She's she is like Birdman, and she she's and, she, and he's the Birdman Junior. That's right. I really feel like I should be Birdman Junior. <laughs> I, hey, you can't deny someone's feelings. So if that's how you feel. I, you, <laughs> That's like, I, I'm not going to stop you. Maybe but, I, could be, I could be Birdman the third because Lil Wayne is older than me. So he I, could be Birdman Jr. Yeah, the third, that, that's really cool. I like that. Birdman the third. You can call me Trey. Yes. Ooh, Trey Bird. Yes, <laughs> and, but unlike, I have to say, because I know we got a ton of hip hop heads, listeners. <laughs> Unlike Birdman, when you hop on the track, nobody's switching it off or skipping to the next song. <laughs> they're they li- they're listening to what you have to say. Thank you. Because I don't want I don't want it. I I can see the comments coming. Like, did you really compare Miranda to Birdman? You really do her like that? Like, no, she's like she's like Birdman in the businessman sense, you know, and like the uh, you know like the, the the entrepreneurship and. Yes control of of Lil Wayne. <laughs> uh, back on the back on the planet where they they uh, escaped to, the alien got the gun back. Uh, she's forcing 
Captain Orville to carry everything. And uh, they go to a cave because, of course, as we all remember, Krill uh, cannot be out in the sunlight. It, it burns them or whatever. Uh, and Captain Orville just cannot believe that she never really loved him. It's pretty hard to believe that anybody would not. <laughs> he seems yeah. mostly concerned that she didn't actually like his movies and uh, <laughs> music taste, though. Yeah, he knows everything about popular culture from one particular country 400 years before he was born. <laughs> well, mostly like comedy and stuff, because he has never seen like uh, Matahari or uh, Red Sparrow or any of those kind of movies where there's a, a femme fatale who is, uh, <laughs> you know, just tricking a guy in power. Mm. That's funny because he seems to have also never seen uh, the episode of the Orville called Priya, which has the exact same thing happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was different. Because <laughs> she's a krill. Priya is from the future. True. True. <laughs> she traveled back in time and stole his heart. Okay. <laughs> different <laughs> you know like i that's a that's a believable concept like you know if you could travel back and kill hitler no try back in time <laughs> fall in love with stuff <laughs> yes <sighs> i think we've spent too much time on the official the orville podcast talking about getting a time machine and using it to fall in love with seth <laughs> I don't think we've spent enough time talking about it. <laughs> like compared to what you edit, after the edit, <laughs> like we said, it's a lot less. Yeah, true. <clears throat> Captain Orville is so honorable in this episode. He is. They sleep through the night. The, uh, Talea wakes up. She's Doesn't still got her gun in her hand. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> He's such a gentleman. <laughs> He doesn't even creep. He doesn't even creep on her. Yeah. I, I was surprised he never went, oh, it's awfully cold over here. You know? <laughs> like, oh, I think there's a, that sun, the way you're, the spot you're laying in the sun looks like it's going to kind of creep out of here by morning. <laughs> uh, I just meant that he didn't, like, take her gun while she was asleep during the night. Well, he didn't, he didn't do that either, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's her property. He's respecting her property. Yeah. He's into property rights. Um, he measures how far the sun goes and uh, realizes that, that this day, this sunlight day, is going to be like 24 Earth days long, and they don't have enough rations for that. Uh, so like he's going to go. I like that scene because it showed that he's, uh, is like he's a scientist. You sometimes forget that he's and a genius. I thought we were maybe going to get like a Hanukkah story where the rations <laughs> lasted for 24 days and 24 nights. He thought this episode was going to last 23 days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just it kind of proves like Talia doesn't really believe in her god Avis as much as she says she does. Because if she did, she would say, no, I'm staying here. Avis will provide for me. That's true. Seth made her turn on her god. <laughs> because he's such a good guy, Talia trusts him to go uh, place the beacon 
uh, to call the Orville to come save them. Uh, back back on the Orville before they come to get him, uh, Gordon is like talking to a lady in the mess hall. Uh, it, it seems like it, it's showing that he really wants to become a captain to impress like ladies and stuff. Uh, my big takeaway <laughs> from this scene was the lady leaves the mess hall and she just left her dirty plate and cup on the table. <laughs> like, <laughs> are there like bus boys in the in the mess hall on the Orville? She's coming back. Oh, do you? I don't know. I thought she was going back to work or something. But I guess maybe like uh, like a robot comes and does it or something or they disappear. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I think what happens is like they they transfer their energy into the table and the table uh, is like connected to the floor and the floor sends that energy and that kind of powers the ship. Okay, like, that makes like sense. Their plates and stuff. Yeah. You're the science officer, so I believe that. And uh so yeah, then Kelly saw all of that happen and she kind of calls Gordon out on you're just trying to do this to 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 meet ladies but then like he kind of admits it and then she's really really sweet about it I thought like she's like (laughs) you know you're 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 still a good guy she says something like you know if if you're trying to just be cool you're already cool and I thought that was really really nice I think Kelly is really sweet hashtag team Kelly no don't say (laughs) Delete that. Yeah. That's you know, getting cut. It sounds like you're horny <laughs> for Kelly. It does sound like that. I'm horny for a likable, well-written, well-acted character. If that's what you mean, then then yeah, I'm horny. <laughs> okay. So there, you have that character that you described. Uh, and then you have the character that broke that character's heart by sleeping <laughs> with a blue man, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, they sometimes were on I wonder, Gabe, do you freaking even remember that she cheated on Captain Orville? I think they were on a break. Didn't she keep saying that? Oh! <laughs> uh. You're thinking of the show Friends. <laughs> I I remember her having a really good reason. I don't. I mean, like, I don't condone adultery or cheating. Her, I think that's really bad. Was, her reason was the blue guy has these hormones that make <laughs> horny for him. What does he have? It makes everybody horny. Remember that episode? Oh, right. Yeah. See that that totally that totally clears oh, no. Kelly of no. any wrongdoing. No. Okay. Okay. So. Like, you say you're dating somebody, and and then they cheat on you, and they say, "Oh, he was releasing pheromones." Are you buying that? No. If your Bullshit. wife, if your wife cheats on you, and then she goes, "Oh, but he made me really horny, so I had to do it." Like, you're okay with that? I mean, I wouldn't be happy with it, but they had like doctors there that confirmed that that was what was happening. It's not like she's just like I wouldn't take it just at face value necessarily. It sounds crazy, but you know, Doctor Finn was there, and she was like, "Oh, these pheromones make me." They're I don't remember exactly. They're but all in on it, Gabe. They're, they're all, all in on it. They're all trying to protect Kelly, just like you are. 
She's getting in everybody's head, feeding them this bullshit about pheromones. Julio. I bet Derulio wasn't, I bet she's the reason he came back, you know? And she's like, oh, tell him all you can give me pheromones. And like, you know. <laughs> like she faked all that science stuff? Yes. She oh, rigged it. She rigged it. I don't know. I think you guys have a little bit of an anti-Kelly bias. I think if you opened your heart to her, you would see how much she has to offer as a character. She's she's kind of my proxy on the show. Uh, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're calling yourself Kelly? I feel Damn. like I maybe like a I'm kind of a Kelly. Like I'm I'm usually like you want. Are you are you trying to get banned? Is this some like? <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get banned. I I, I I'm just saying my opinion. It's smelly, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's what I would say. I'm trying to think of like something positive that rhymes with Kelly, but I can't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, the best you can call is like Jelly Kelly, and but she is Jelly. She's Jelly of. Gordon's future success. She's jealous of Oroville. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand how you can say like, oh, she's actually doing a really nice thing by saying, oh, okay, that you're horny and can you don't know better, Gordon? Because really, what Seth would do would say is like, no, you can do this, man. You really can, and you have to believe in yourself. And you know, he would he would get him to become something better. Kelly's just so happy with just the status quo, you know? She's just like, oh, yeah, everybody, cool. As long as it doesn't personally affect me, I'm okay with it. That's what she is. And it actually, I, if that's your proxy, dude, it shows a lot about you. I like the status quo. If we had the status quo, then we would still have Alara. Okay, it's not fair to turn that on us. That's not how status quo works. Now the status quo is no Alara. If we had the status quo, we would still have Alara. What? Like your faulty logic is—it reeks of Kelly, smelly Kelly. <laughs> I gotta say it, Kevin's right. Hashtag smelly Kelly. I don't want to fight with you guys, so I'll just. No, it sounds like you do because you keep saying stuff that you know is gonna make us fight with you. I don't. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know what. I don't know it's... how you guys are gonna react. I'm just. I'm just being being real, and I, I'm sorry you guys don't like it. It's not a fight. Your arms aren't long enough to slap box with God, Gabe. It's true. I do have short arms. <laughs> God's really far away. <laughs> uh, it makes me wonder, like, has Kelly done the commander test stuff? Definitely. To be second in command, you would have to do, you would have to do that. Because okay, you got to so take over to the captain in a moment's notice. True. And she knows the solution to the uh, Krill simulator thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that Greggy, what are you, don't, don't start. What, are we just going to start just taking Gabe's word for it? Like, <laughs> uh, about what happened well, on the show? I don't They never this test. Yeah, true, but I it does kind of make sense. It makes me wonder though, like, who all has taken this test? Like, has Bordis taken the test? It seems maybe. It's a slippery slope. If this is the argument you want to make, it's a 
know? Yeah, like how far down did uh did Doctor Finn take the test? Is is freaking Tharl? Did he take the test? Okay, I don't think he did. No, I think maybe no. he did. You think so? If Kelly did, pretty probably did. That that is something to think about. That if anything were to happen to Captain Orville, I mean, knock on wood, um, uh, Kelly would be in charge. Kelly's the uh, new captain. No, oh, so you no, wanted to no, cancel no, the no, show? No. You're saying? No, no. <laughs> Kelly no. would be I the new star of the Orville. They'd have somebody. They'd have somebody else come in. They'd maybe Tharl. <laughs> Uh, I don't even want to think about it. If, if that happened, then I hope you have to be ready for it. Well, I hope Gordon Malloy has passed the test by then. If yeah. that happens, that's like, all I, I can say about it. I don't remember every episode. Like I, I don't remember all the dumb things Kelly's done every episode, but I do remember that every time I've been on this podcast talking about the Orville, I have, I'm talking about something stupid that Kelly did, a bad decision she's made, <laughs> a wrong where Seth has made a right and she's made a wrong again to just, it, she's just dragging the whole team down with just like her emotion. Was it, remember the season finale, I think, when she she healed that little girl? What a, what a idiot, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, I mean, I you, can't, you can't really dispute these. Uh, yeah, I can't believe she broke the rule that you're not allowed to let the other people know about you or whatever that we know that is a rule in the in the show. I mean, it's like you can you can break the rules if you're if you've earned that credibility and that trust, like Seth. Yes. Yeah. yeah, like Captain Orville has when he lets. Talia go back to the Krill, the, the Planetary Union's enemy. Um, he lets her go back, uh, not even, like, making her say that she will have the Krill, like, uh, negotiate with the Planetary Union or anything. He just completely lets her go, uh, although he does give her an SD card with uh, Billy Joel songs on it. This is a cool move. Anytime. You give someone a mixtape. That's a good move, I think. I think there's going to be an episode, an episode next season, where it's just her coming back and being like, "I wanted to thank you for the Billy Joel." <laughs> <laughs> and there's no way she'll ever be able to hear those songs again without thinking of it. True. I thought a good joke would have been, you know, she gets into her spaceship and then she's like, "I don't even know how to freaking play this thing. I don't even." <laughs> But, you know, the Star Trek guys wrote it, so what do you know? The stuff like that's just going to not happen, I guess. She needs one of those uh, tape adapters, you know? Remember those things where it had a wire? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It does make me wonder, how are they going to do another episode, like, reversing what happened in this one next season? Like, in season one, they became Krill. In this season, a Krill became a human. Now, in, in season three, our... Talia and Captain Orville going to go as some third kind of alien to another planet? Well, there was a there was a famous episode of Star Trek Voyager, Tuvix, where two characters merged into one character. Famous? Maybe that's famous? Did he just say famous? He said Infamous, fam- maybe. But maybe that's what will happen. They'll, they'll combine into one person. Why did they call the episode 
if they're becoming one person, why do they so, call it two dicks? I don't get it. <laughs> Sorry. It's a two Vix. It was two Vok and Neelix combined, and they named it two Vix. It was really stupid. Uh, I can't keep track of these crazy Star Trek names. Tuvok. Was he, was he from the west side of the universe? <laughs> <laughs> Tuvok. Tuvok Shakur. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just in case you didn't get it. Do you think Talea really had feelings for Captain Orville? Yes. Definitely. How could she not? After he, after he lip-synced to the king and I... <laughs> Who couldn't? Who wouldn't fall for that? She says she doesn't, but it's it's really not believable. I even established that she's a liar, so why would I believe her when she says? <laughs> and she doesn't have feelings now after she listens to. Um, you may be right. I may be crazy, <laughs> but it just may be a loot you're looking for and then that's when it's gonna hit i think that right at that lyric right there she's gonna think this crazy guy but you love him with his disgusting smooth pink skin but (laughs) she's decided she likes that now that she's uh, gotten to love him yeah i think that's probably right uh it would be great if the krill joined the planetary union and then uh uh uh-oh awkward Talea is now the second in command of the order. <laughs> and then uh, finally Kelly can die. <laughs> yes. No. no. Uh, yes. It is least... time for Kelly to go the way of the dodo bird, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Can't you guys at least allow her to be spun off into her own show so that we Kelly fans can continue to watch her and she won't have to be on your show anymore? I wouldn't no. do that to Fox. I wouldn't curse Fox to that. Yeah, the, the Orville spinoff is going to be Orville Knights starring right. me, Tim, I don't, Brandon, I, Kevin. I don't know I don't, whether uh, it be one Orville spinoff. I don't have the heart to do that to Fox, okay? None of us could ever do that to Fox. It doesn't have to be on Fox. It could be on, like, uh, uh, Crackle like your, or something. It's going to be, like, your your fan. <laughs> your fan. <laughs> Put on YouTube. It's gonna be you with a blonde <laughs> wig being like, "It's me, Kelly." <laughs> okay, that I might actually watch. <laughs> I would do it justice. I would do it. Justice. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, we give you a hard time, but I am your biggest fan, game. Thank you. Thanks for saying that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it feels good. Uh, that is this episode, I think. Was there anything else that anybody wanted to talk about on this episode? Uh, just, uh, just the beauty of the Krill ship. When they got a close look at that, I was like, wow. Look yeah. at that thing. Look at that thing. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. I really liked how it didn't look like, like a Nintendo 64 graphic or anything. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to say that I, I really miss Alara. Um, I don't think the show is ever going to be able to recover from her loss. Um, I have a feeling they're going to try and replace her with someone, and I have a feeling they're going to fail. She's not going to be as good. Yeah. Well, we'll see. 
Well, they would um, never go back to the same well and bring back another, you know, Salayan or whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we did talk about it last episode, so I can't really okay. go fully into that. But my two main points that I wanted to make, I think I got to make, which were John Lamar is supposed to be a major character in this show, and he was not in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this is the same episode as Priya. It's the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, and I got my point off that this is about hor- a horny man. That's all <laughs> I want to say. Uh, so I guess it's time to rate this episode. Uh, let's see. Who wants to go first this week? Kevin? <laughs> okay, you got me. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to have to definitely 100% give this episode a big old heaping ton of uh, uh, big old lot of uh, that space gas that the, the <laughs> that they that the krill shot. Yes, the dried plasma. Yes, that's I gotta give it one metric ton of that, <laughs> which is of course a perfect score. Nice. How are you, Miranda? What do you think? I would I would give it two out of two Billy Joel songs. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I, 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 we forgot, we didn't talk about the ending Billy Joel song. Oh, what was the ending one? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it was Billy Joel. And I played it for like a really long time and it just kept going. And at a certain point I was like, oh, they paid for the rights to this song. So they want to get like the whole song on there. Cause it was probably really expensive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the song was. So that's a perfect score. She's always, she's always a woman. <laughs> oh really Yeah. Oh, that kind of fits. Even though she looks like a weird space alien, she's always a woman to me. Uh huh. That's what he was saying. <laughs> no matter what, I am horny. <laughs> uh, how about you, Gabe? What do you think? There was a scene early in the episode where um, Captain Orville is talking to Gordon Malloy about uh, his new. Uh, love right mm-hmm. and he says she checks all my boxes right i yeah. kind of felt that way about this episode i felt like this episode checked all my boxes <laughs> um so i'm gonna say that this episode checks all eight of my eight boxes which is a perfect score awesome uh i'm gonna give it a nine out of nine uh pain levels on the acryl <laughs> <cattle bra. laughs> Perfect episode. Best yet. Uh, I really loved it. Can I read you guys a, a Reddit comment that I just found? Oh, yes. Please do. Um, it's from the subreddit called Pussy Pass. And the description is, The Pussy Pass is a modern phenomenon whereby just owning a pussy gets you benefits. Pussy Pass song, Billy Joel, She's Always a Woman. And this is their description. I just watched the most recent episode of The Orville, which featured this song that I haven't heard in decades. I never realized until today how much of a white knighting pussy pass granting song this is. Example, she can't be convicted. She's earned her degree. How many times have we seen stories of women not getting convicted because it would ruin their education? Uh, Yes, the famous Brock Turner case. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was really enlightening and I hadn't thought of the the closing of this episode in that way until I, until I read about that. Yeah. I mean, it, that's definitely one of the major themes of the Orville and it makes a lot of sense. 
Uh, that who was the Reddit user? I closed it. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, whoever that was, you're the Reddit user, the official Orville podcast, Redditor of the week. Great job. Keep at it. Uh, yeah. So usually on the show at this point, we, we talk about tweets that about the Orville. Uh, this week, I, I went to uh, the Something Awful forums, and I looked at what people had posted about the Orville um, in the in the thread and general bullshit on the Something Awful forums this week. Uh, the, the thread is called Orville Season 2 uh, Flavor Country. I don't know why it's called that. Let's see. So uh, user Snack Eater, uh, who has apparently been perma-banned from the forums, uh, he, he says, <laughs> <laughs> not for this post. But uh, he, he wonders, uh, how often do you think the krill urinate? Probably like a normal, a normal amount. <laughs> well, that's hard on the Orville because uh, a normal amount for Bordis is once a year, right? Is it? That's, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, okay. <laughs> I feel like they maybe are... they're just constantly urinating through their scales. <laughs> maybe their urine is words, and when they talk, they're peeing. Huh? Oh, that's that's really good. Isn't that sort of true about all of us? <laughs> Aren't we all just a bunch of piss mouths? I know I am. Maybe there's a chance that uh, it gives uh, a krill an enormous amount of pain to urinate, and Avis is is the person who prevents that pain. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I mean. If somebody could take the pain away from when I pee, I would call them my god, my god as well. And we don't normally go here, but like however often they pee, I bet Donald Trump wants some of it. <laughs> I've heard this about him. I've heard this he, about him. He wants that krill pee. <laughs> Trump, Trump wants the krill pee. Uh, let's see. Tumble. That, that's the person's name is Tumble. Uh, he quotes another person named Milo and POTUS, uh, who is talking about uh, Seth and Halston Sage dating. Uh, Milo and POTUS says, sure, and I like Seth enough not to hate him by default, but still, that's a big age gap. I hope that wasn't why she left the show. Uh, Tumble says, LOL, I don't think you guys understand girls that well because an attractive, <laughs> funny, rich guy in his 40s would like that 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 quite ideal to women in their 20s uh, as long as seth wasn't like quote unquote if you don't have sex with me i'll fire you and ruin your career or messing with her head and lying to her about like marrying her and spending the rest of their lives together i'm sure both parties were totally fine with whatever went down rofl age gap she's 25 for fuck's sake it doesn't matter oh my god Greg, this is the this is the forum you hang out on all the time. Well, nah. This is your clan. <laughs> <laughs> These are your people. Heavens. Well, I did specifically pick specific bows. I mean, <laughs> this guy, of course, because of his his keen understanding of the female mind. <laughs> really understand. <laughs> yeah, I like when people are like, "You guys obviously don't know women," and then go on to. <laughs> You know, say something that very clearly shows they know absolutely nothing about women. 
I mean, it does make sense when you're talking about Seth, but I don't know if it, it works in, in, you know, in general. I think it's true. Like, if, you're, if your boss doesn't explicitly say that he'll fire you if you don't have sex with him, <laughs> anything up to that point is okay. And as far as I'm, I've been reading the blogs, and at no point did he say that he wanted to marry her. So, I mean, <laughs> he wasn't filling her head up with the, that shit. So, yeah. Age Ain't Nothing But a Number is That's a true. song by Aaliyah about dating R. Kelly, who is a <laughs> criminal rapist. Uh, yes. Okay, so <laughs> how does that apply? <laughs> make make of the, the, I'm just putting information out there. You digest it, come up with your own opinion. Uh, let's see. Kane Cipher uh, says, quoting another guy called Snack Eater, oh, the guy that was permaband earlier, uh, who was talking about uh, how the krill are like religious or whatever kane cypher says given mcfarland's well-known distaste for organized religion it's not a surprise that he cho chose a group of religious zealots zealots as the show's antagonist based on the last episode it seems like captain seth is going to try to convert the zealot lizard lady into the divine light of reason and atheism uh yeah so that seems like a good point w was that his plan all along kevin uh, yeah, he, he wants them to eventually all become atheists and forgive their foolish organized religion as it brings nothing but pain. Uh, these gods are false. Uh, we live in a universe uh, with so many alien species that I know of. And to claim that you have the understanding and the one true answer is just, you know, it, it's it's stupid. It's there's no other way to say it. you're. It's stupid. So the Seth wants to bring show these people the light, and that's not the light of God. It's the light of reason and logic. Well, Kevin, what if God was just an, an, another really big alien? Okay. Well, <laughs> I like this guy now. Uh, <laughs> I would like to get to know more about him, but so far, this is something that I'm interested. in. I mean, if he looks cool, too, that's cool. That's a plus. <laughs> we must have talked on the podcast before about how we hope Ricky Gervais comes on the, the Orville sometime. Yeah, right? I think we did, yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be good. That would be really good. I don't know if I can yeah. handle it. Oh, oh, Orville made a mess of the whole ship. Oh, oh. <laughs> Does that offend you? Oh no, I put this in hyperdrive, mate. No. Supposed to. Hey. You're going to have my bloody bullocks for this one back at the academy, mate. <laughs> we were talking earlier about replacing Captain Orville. If anybody could, it would definitely be Ricky. <laughs> Bortus, are you eating that? Oh my god, he's eating that! <laughs> Okay, that was really good. Ah, oh, wow. Yeah, God's so that not, was... God's not real. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, Twitter, or I guess um, the Something Awful forums. They love the Orville, by the way, so that shows, you know, what great judges of character. And uh... <laughs> What did they say about uh, drinking wine while watching the Orville? <laughs> <laughs> I did not see any of that, so... Uh... Weird. I guess that kind of proves how they're kind of a little bit immature there. Fans. Um, they're not as with it, I would say, as the Twitter, the Twitter uh, 
watchers. But not bad. I, I think that there's one flaw in the show is that in this future, there's no like branding. Because I think it would be cool if there was Coca Cola in the future. <laughs> I mean, like, there's. <laughs> Sorry, go, go, go ahead. I was gonna say I think it would help um, the the krill get the word about Avis out a little bit better uh, if they could do some Avis branding. I don't think they have to like use the like Avis car rental logo. They could do right? a better one. But I mean, I I know they're not the wheel pick you up people, but they can just steal that because <laughs> I know that as car rental thing was will pick you up. So you just call it Avis. We'll pick you up, and people will just merge the two together. Well, and then the the nice thing about if there was Coca-Cola on the Orville, they would probably get some money for product placement for that, and then they could put that towards the effects budget. This is what I'm saying. There's no, it's not even like, a, oh, I, I open up my Sony uh, Vio laptop or anything like that and yeah. check on the space stocks. Oh, the NASDAQ's down. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. Get people talking about the New York Stock Exchange. You know, that's where the money is. Is what all I'm saying. You know what? That is a really good point. It really puts a lot of uh, a lot of points in your favor when it comes time for the the final segment of the show, the captain's kiss given to the best uh, contributor to the show so far. Now, last season when you were on, Gabe, we gave out golden ories, and that oh, was yeah. a, a different award. Totally different. Of course, in the in the final episode of season one, uh, when Captain Orville kisses Kelly on the cheek, uh, it made me realize the greatest gift of all is the captain's kiss. Uh, of course, we have never talked about the finale of season one on the, the Officially Orville podcast. Probably we will someday. But we did see it, and we know about that kiss. Uh, okay. <laughs> Last season, or I mean, not last season, but last episode, I did. Uh, Kevin played a great sound clip from Neil deGrasse Tyson saying, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson thought I should give the the captain's kiss to Kevin. Uh, but I ended up giving the captain's kiss to Neil deGrasse Tyson because he's such a big celebrity and he made a big clip for the, the show. Right. Uh, but this week, I think I'm going to keep it. I'm, I think I'm going to keep it in the family, so to speak. It's definitely going to go to somebody on the show this week. Probably should be me, I feel like. You think so? Yeah. It just feels right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Hmm. I don't, I, it seems like everybody's in agreement here. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, you know what? I'm not even going to dis. Miranda, I, I feel like you could really use a captain's kiss. Uh, <laughs> I could. <laughs> kind of yeah. get you like. Get get us get you smiling again, you know. Just uh, you know, enjoy the podcast because I can see you've you've been experiencing this drought. Um, <laughs> oh. Drought of kisses or what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I am afraid if I gave it to Gabe, he would give it to Kelly. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. kind of um I, I I sort of remember when I was on last season thinking there was no chance I was going to get the golden Ori. And I feel kind of the same way now. I kind of feel like I'm out of the running. Oh, well last, last season, first time guests were not allowed to get the golden Ori. 
okay. So you totally definitely different. were. I told you it's a different thing. They have nothing in common. They're nothing. So, but I would have been eligible for one now if you still yeah, did it. You definitely would be eligible for a captain's kiss, except for the fact that I am afraid you would then give it to Kelly if you were to receive it. I can't promise that I wouldn't give it to Kelly if you okay. give it to me. All right, uh, Miranda. It might be a risk worth part. taking. No, I'm sorry. I can't. I can never take that risk. Uh, Miranda, here you go. Mwah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Congratulations. <laughs> Just need to let everybody know that I let this happen. I let this happen. I could have gotten the captain's kiss. You're a sucker. You're a fool. <laughs> I get what you're saying at the end of the day. Uh, like 10 years from now, people aren't going to remember that I let you uh, get this captain's kiss. They're just going to look at the, the big old uh, lip marks on the side of your cheek and, and see you know count the rings basically you know i've been thinking about getting a tattoo for the podcast and maybe i should get like a lip a lip print on my cheek just to signify that <laughs> <laughs> and when yes. people ask you say of course this is, ca- this is captain's kiss <laughs> gabe yeah i've hi. got one i've got one last thing i want to talk to you about yeah so you do that you do that podcast dunk town right yeah, I'm producer um, slash sound effect guy on that show. Why are Agata and Anastasia so mean and they don't let you talk more on the show? I think they're right. I think they're <laughs> right. Uh, to be honest, too, like I edit the episodes and I cut out most of my own jokes. So I, I, I don't say that much, but, I, but what, from what I do say, even less of it makes it to the final cut. So even though they are very mean, you still think people should listen to this podcast? There, I really think people should listen to this podcast. Um, I, I love the podcast. They, they're not mean. Um, <laughs> they treat me appropriately, um, and they love everyone who listens. So I, it's a great show. If you like basketball, if you don't like basketball, if you've never heard of a basketball, you should check it out. It's so much fun. We're having a lot of fun over in a dunk town <laughs> was that a good plug yeah, yeah that was a great plug where can they find that at that's at dunk.town or <laughs> anywhere that podcasts can be searched for and then clicked on and subscribed to yeah so greggy i know you tried to get him to speak out against uh <laughs> these people but this is status quo gabe here we're talking about right <laughs> he's not trying to he's not trying to stir any shit here. you're right he's about just... that you're right about that <laughs> i work closely with anastasia nagata every week and um and I, I definitely wouldn't want to say anything to piss them off but <laughs> that said i i actually don't have anything bad to say well you know you don't bite the hand that feeds you gabe you know they... you said it not me <laughs> I didn't say it. You did. Just bow down to the queens, right? You got it, right? I mean, it's it's 2019. Mm-hmm. It's a great show, everybody. Listen to it. Watch it when it becomes a TV show. <laughs> it will. And uh, go Celtics this year, right? Oh, yeah. We're going to cover the Celtics next week on Dunktown. Can I make a Dunktown request? Yes. Talk about baseball instead. Baseball instead? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I, I, <laughs> I, w- I'm not against it, 
but I don't think Anastasia and Agata like it. My dad is always telling me I should do a show about tennis. Okay. Instead. You got a a whole network's worth of shows in there. I know. If I just get get one person for every sport to host a show for every sport, (laughs) we'll be set. Two. To, uh, one or two people, or you know, however many you. Four, four, four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, four-person podcast would never work. You can never get everybody together. <laughs> <laughs> scheduling on something like that. Yeah, Kevin is not able to resist. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the popcorn is out and it's crunchy. <laughs> Okay. Bye, guys. Oh, bye. 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 Thank you.